It's well over a year, of course, since those dreadful floods uh, went through Lismore in particular in northern New South Wales. And what we have done over the last year, we've been uh, probably every six weeks to two months, we've been checking in again. Uh, often, look, the mayor, uh, some of the other councillors, these are people, some of them independents who got elected just a couple of months before the flood came through, thinking, well, I'll, we'll try and do a bit more about potholes and some of the other issues. And they've found themselves dealing with this major catastrophe and it's become a full-time burden for them. Uh, one of them is the Lismore City Councillor who goes by the name of Big Rob. He's quite a character. He's an independent councillor. But today we've had this, uh, this $700 million fund. It's a joint federal state fund and they've started to make the voluntary buyback offers. So look, just to simplify it, from that fund they're making offers to people. This is how much we're prepared to pay you to buy your house and the land and then you can take the money and go and try and relocate somewhere else. They're also offering financial assistance to others of $100,000 to raise the house up to a higher level and up to $50,000 to retrofit the house, which would mean you'd probably put in a maybe a, a tiled floor rather than a wooden floor and, and stuff that isn't going to be damaged by floodwaters if they're in you know in, immersed for, a, for, say, 24 hours. That's essentially what they're talking about. They've started making those offers today, which raise... I mean, you know, we're, how long has it taken so long? It's all being uh, overseen by the Northern Rivers Reconstruction Corporation. I know there's been some tension between it and the local council I spoke earlier this evening to independent councillor Big Rob about this and the situation in this town. Good evening, how are you? Not bad. Can I just check in with you because I know we've been checking in every six weeks, two months with yourself and other members of the council. How, how are you going you know, all this way on? Your life's still upended? Yeah, well, I haven't got to my clean-up yet. I'm still trying to do a lot of other things and I just don't want to get to it. I just thought... It can wait. It doesn't, it's not going to change anything if I do it now or later. But It's um, your clean-up, the, the clean-up of your house. No, well, yeah, plus I had a big storage facility with a lot of equipment and furniture and photos of family and everything all destroyed. I just haven't got through that yet either. You haven't gone through it yet because you've been no. working virtually, you know, I guess like so many others in the council, just working full-time trying to help the community. Yeah, I've been, I've been focused on that and um, just trying to get my head around um, solutions. We've been coming up against brick walls. One of them being the Northern Rivers Reconstruction Corporation with these buybacks, etc. Um, so just trying to find different solutions and options. It's not easy. Yeah, I mean the corporations has been set up. It's doing the work in there. So so they've now announced today there's some seven hundred million dollars uh, for these buybacks and the offers are being made to people. Uh, what's your reaction and what are you hearing from the people who are affected? Well, we're hearing that the offers are low, lower than expected. So. When the money was announced, it was 800 million announced 100 for the resilient land program and that's 700 for the resilient homes program. Um, and out of that, they were supposed to offer pre-flood valuations for the houses to be bought back. And um, we're hearing it was first of all, it's taking a very long time. It's nearly a year down the track. Yeah. And, um, and and the Northern Rivers Reconstruction Corporation officially commenced on the 1st of July. So, you know, it doesn't take that long to buy a house. You just do a valuation, make an offer, away you go. But um, we're hearing the prices are lower than expected, um, and not as many as expected so far. I think I know it's a, a test run, but um, I think it's very slow. Yeah, just so this is a, this is a, a pilot first group are being offered amounts of money, and they're being told to consider the offer. And then uh, you're also talking about off, not not just offers of, uh, of of a buyback, but there's also offers of assistance to make the place. Uh, more floodproof, and uh, in some well, cases to raise the house. Is that what we're saying as well? 
Yeah, well, what they're offering, so they're not going to, um, we call it flood mitigation to make it less risky um, or, or reduce the impact of the floods. But what they're offering, so the buybacks is to once they buy it, the house, it, it gets moved off the land or gets destroyed and it becomes council land. Um, so no house to ever go back on there or residential. Mm. And um, once they, they, the one about the raising houses, you can only raise them so high. And just to put it in perspective, our, our 14.37 was the official height of that flood. Um, from where we measure in Lismore on, in, on 28 February last year, we, our probable maximum flood height can get up to 17.3. So there's still almost another three metres in that. We can't raise houses high enough yep. to, to, to guarantee their safety. We can raise them um, a bit higher to raise the floor level to increase or decrease yep. the risk or mitigate the impact of higher floods. And, the, and about the fl- um, flood... Um, um, the retrofitting, that's that's only putting in materials that are more resilient to water. It's still going to get damaged, and but it's easier to clean up is what they're doing, so sure. it won't stop it. So it might be a stone floor as opposed to a floor that's going to get sodden and uh, yeah. and, and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, we, we've had chats about that. So just, I mean, I see here from the press statement, they're saying the Resilience Commission has hosted more than 50 community information centres attended by more than 1,800 residents. So there's been a lot of talking done, has there, in the last, what, six, oh. seven, eight months? Yeah, I've attended a few of those, and the, and the information they're giving, you, you know, you've got your, your red zone, your orange zone, your yellow zone, your green zone. Now, to put that in perspective, the green zone is everything over one, one in 100, what they call the one in 100 flood, mm. which is at about 12.4 metres is the max. So so that flood was 14.37. So that all these houses that were impacted in on 28th of um, February, for example, and haven't been impacted before, won't get any assistance because they're in the green zone. So the the only ones that can get assistance are the ones that are in the yellow, orange, or red. And then they're going by ground um, heights as well, which is a bit unusual because, you know, you can have four houses. Or say, let's say you have 40 houses in the street. 20 of them might be two metres or more above the ground and 20 might be on the ground, but they're all considered the same height, if you know what I mean. So yeah, I understand. A, it's, it's irregular how they're doing it, and there's no real plan to, to their madness. And they're dealing with... Well, for that program, seven hundred million dollars. I think you need a plan. So. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, so I, I guess what we might find out in the days ahead, when specific offers have been made to people, you've heard that you think some of them might be low. Those people might come forward, or at least we'll find out the level and how much, how how, how much lower than what they are expecting, because that that's money that they would then hope to use to go and buy somewhere else. Well, here's the biggest problem that we have. Lismore is not a wealthy area. North and South Lismore. Uh, probably our least wealthy areas um, based on value. Um, so most of the um, people who have homes in those areas have mortgages on them. So out of that buyback, they have to pay off their mortgage and and obviously the recovery costs of what they lost and damage and everything like yep. that. And 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 other co- there'll be other costs, but they're going to be left with not much money to buy anything. You won't be able to buy a block of land out of flood for what you got left over if you're paying out. Yep. Let's say your house is valued at 400, you might have a 200 mortgage on it if you're lucky that low. You don't have much left to buy somewhere else. We're going to lose a lot of people, but also we're going to lose a lot of rateable properties as they buy them back, which means the existing properties we still have are going to have their rates increased to cover because council still gets their rates. Yeah. It just gets, you know, there's this. You've got to fix the roads and do all the things that you do. Yeah. So, so this, is what you're, this is what you're grappling with. And, yeah, and, that's and, right. Yeah. All right. Look, we'll, look, we'll keep in touch with you on this because you've, you've, yeah. you've detailed, I think, you know, the complexity of some of this and, and what people yeah. might be feeling. The other thing is, are there people who are still, what, living in cars or caravans who still haven't got a well, proper roof over their head? 
Well, we hear, we hear that. There's been offers made for accommodation there. We've got empty spots um, in the, some of the plug villages that are sitting there empty. We've got quite a few homes that have been rented out. So uh, quite a few people have chosen to stay their homes in tents or caravans to try and fix them or to look mm. after them. Mm. Um, but, you know, the options, there are options available, but a lot of people, they're not suitable to those people that don't like them. Like they might have a dog and they can't go into a unit or something like that. So, you know, there are still people living rough, but a lot of it is is by choice. It's a very difficult choice yep. and something that they shouldn't have to make. But but one, just if I can mention, one of the biggest things I think we should be looking at is like, is like Grantham did up there um, a couple of years back, um, 11 years ago, I think, or 12 years ago now, um, with the land swap. So, and try to get these houses relocated. That way we keep these radable properties and the, these people in our area. Yep. Um, and it's affordable. They don't need to be bought out. They can just be moved and the mortgages can be moved to the new block. Mm. But, um, but it's not being done by the state government. They're doing their resilient land program with $100 million of that 800 and that's only to make blocks available. I think they're going to be for sale yeah. and then people have to buy their own. So there's a lot of issues to look yeah. at. So you just like to point. say, well, there's some land here that's uh, that's much higher. Uh, move the house up. Could you physically move the house up there or just give them a block well, and they have to build on it? Well, the beautiful thing about the homes over there in North Lismore, a lot of them are, you know, this is the sad thing about forests, for, um, cutting down forests. But these things are beautiful old hardwood homes, and you can cut them in half, put them on, you know, two truck loads, or move them out and you block. Yeah, and then you put them back together, and you won't even know. You put the weatherboards over the top and yep. the outside, and people won't even notice. And and, you, and people love their homes here, yeah. and a lot of people do want to relocate. It's a big push on relocation, and it would be the easy. I believe it would be easier to, you know, there's a lot of there's over 200 people who put their land forward to offer to help the Northern Rivers Reconstruction Corporation and the people of Lismore. And all it needs is a subdivision and start to move these houses and obviously connect the infrastructure. See, that sounds like such. That sounds so sensible to me. You've obviously been butting your head against a, a wall oh. in relation to this, have you? I mean, it's terrible. We can do we can do all the different options. So the people that want to go take the buyback, you can go. But a lot of these people want to stay. They won't be able to afford to stay if they yep. take the buyback. I understand. I understand. Yeah. So uh, it's very very difficult. Okay, your, your supermarkets, your shops, the things you take for granted in a town like yours—they're still operating, or they're back the to operating. Yeah, now? the supermarkets are back. All our supermarkets are back. Um, our main shopping centre is mostly back. Most of the shops in there. Uh, well, there's still a few to open up, but the big supermarkets like they came out, our big W, Woolworths and Coles are back in there. Um, yeah, so all our shopping, all our major shopping stores are back, so that we don't have shortages like we had. A lot of our retail shops are still to come. I think they, um, Lismore Council did a bit of a review recently. I think it was two weeks ago or last week, and they said they reckon it's sixty percent back in. Um, that includes upstairs though and temp- and, and pop up shops, but sixty percent is a good number to be at one year in. We thought it'd be two or three years in before we get to that number. All right. Well, good luck, mate. Good luck. We'll, we'll keep right. we'll keep we'll keep checking in with you, and uh, we'll see how this can be resolved. Might ask some questions ourselves. Thank you. All right. Thanks, John. Thank you. There is big Rob. He's obviously got some issues with the way this has been done, and uh, it is uh, there's a lot of bureaucracy involved in it, and he does seem to have some common sense solutions. But uh, as I say, the council's been debating this and arguing it with the various governments. So uh, that's our that's our little check in on Lismore and the initial response just from on the ground to the first of these buybacks. But the town seems to be operating. So if you're travelling through Lismore during Easter, going up and down the coast, if you're going down from Queensland up. Uh, from uh, Sydney, uh, you can call in there and spend up and have a look around, give them some support.